And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in tonight, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Um, This is a great, great episode. This is probably one of the, one of the, if not the best representation of this show um, ever. And we are honored to have the very talented, very sweet, very kind mary cutter on the show today mary was i you know i say in the episode i thought she was a long shot um i had reached out (laughs) to her when she had a you know had just gotten a number one song with bailey zimmerman and thought you know what why not and she agreed and i was shocked as all hell and i'm so happy that she's here because like I said, one of the most authentic conversations ever. Um, the conversation you're about to hear is surprising. It's fun. It is silly. It is exactly who I think Mary Cutter is, you know, if you knew her in real life. I think what you get in this episode is exactly who she is, and I absolutely adore that. Um we talk about a lot of stuff here, a lot of stuff, and I'm not going to lie to you, a good majority of it is not about music, um, which is, again, another thing I loved about the conversation, um, you know, because what do I always say? You know, we know, we know you have music, right? Um, you know, the first half an hour or so maybe, maybe is about music, if that, if, if that, and the rest is just pure awesome. Um, before we get into... This episode, I do want to make kind of an announcement about our um, our plans here at Dirt Road FM. Um, a big thank you to those guys for broadcasting our entire shows over the last, really, several months. Um, God, it's actually been longer than that. Maybe almost a year? Almost a year, huh? Maybe. I don't know. I can't tell anymore. Um, but... Um, Myself and the guys over there, we've decided that we are no longer going to be broadcasting these full episodes anymore on the Dirt Road FM. Um, Starting with the first episode in May, which will be from our good friend Ash Taylor, we are going to um, we are going to change up things a little bit. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to look like entirely. But you are not going to get full episodes on Dirt Road FM. You might get snippets throughout the week to um, to promote the episode coming. You might get, you know, a, a half an hour of the show, you know, maybe like the highlights um, or maybe not the highlights. Maybe, you know, just some interesting things here and there. Um, and we're going to, I think, I'm not positive, I am going to think on it this week we are going to change the timing of when 
episodes are released. We might release them Monday night at 8, um, like the full episode should have been out. Or uh, we might still stick with Tuesdays. Um, haven't really decided. I will make some sort of announcement on social medias um, before next week on that. So just to let you know what's going on, um, we are also, um, if you've been following our socials, we are going to, I think, start a radio show. I don't know if it's going to be weekly. I haven't. We haven't decided um, what that's going to look like. That's also going to be under Earth FM. Um, but we, you know, we uh, we decided about the podcast so that you know, for a lot of reasons, a lot of logistical stuff, and you know, people that aren't into this sort of thing probably bore you to death. But that's what's happening. So a big thank you to the everyone at Dirt Road FM for everything they've done. We're going to continue to work with them. We're, our partnership is not changing. It's not fading. We are just changing up some things and seeing how it goes. And that's it. That's all. So. I guess look forward to that. Um, I think, you know, I think the best bet is to just give you a reduced episode on Mondays there and then, you know, have you want to listen to the full episode on Tuesday. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, I've gone on a tangent. Um, Mary Cutter is here. Thank you so much, Mary, again. Um, if you don't know Mary Cutter, she has written hits for Bailey Zimmerman, Nate Smith, herself. She is an absolute fantastic singer-songwriter. Her solo stuff is absolutely killer. Um, enjoy the episode. I hope you love it as much as uh, Mary and I loved having it. You'll hear the excitement and the enthusiasm throughout the whole episode. And, um, you know, we'll see you on the flip side, guys. So until, you know, the show's over or the conversation's over, we'll, uh, I hope you enjoy. And we'll see you in a little bit. We want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts at 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. They have the best food, the best music around. You will not go wrong. Go to their website, offtherailsworcester.com. You can see their lineup of shows. You can see their menu. You can see the local talent they have. Absolute fantastic people. We love being a part of the Off the Rails family, and we love having them being part of our family. Thank you so much to Off the Rails. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Mary? Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You know what? I love the early starting situation. You know, by the way, oh my hey, God. before we get hopping, can you hear my laundry in the background? I can move to the other room if you can. So, you know, it's, <laughs> you know what's funny you say that? One, no, I can't. But two, can you hear mine? <laughs> Not at all. But look at us multitasking <laughs> doing laundry and podcasting at the same time. Oh, you have no idea, girl. <laughs> it's all the time. It's typically all the time. Every show, the laundry is pretty much going. I love that. You know, it's it's probably turning into kind of a tradition now. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, don't uh, fix it if it ain't broken, right? That's right. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I can't even tell you how true that is. Oh, man. I'm well, so excited about this podcast, by the way. Thank you again for, for inviting me. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I'm, I'm excited you're here. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I this was like a long shot i thought <laughs> not, at all, and... not at all and you know uh by the way i was just creeping this was a couple days ago i guess and i mean you've just been crushing it so kudos to you because i was talking to a buddy the other day that's thinking about starting a podcast and i know there's so many things involved with it. i mean i've never done a podcast but i know there's so many pieces so hats off to you king thanks thanks you know it's uh, i'm sure there's way more i could be doing but I just, you know, this is just fun for me. You know, it's, uh, 
I love that so much. Where are you yeah. located out of, by the way? Uh, so I am in central Massachusetts. Awesome. Pretty much um, about an hour, a little over an hour south west of Boston and about 20 minutes north of Providence, Rhode Island. I love that. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Whenever you make it down to Nashville, you'll have to give me a holler. Oh, uh, trust me. I will. I will. Have you ever been up here? You know, I've always wanted to. But no, I have not. But there's so much history, and oh, I've God, heard so it's much. gorgeous in the fall. It is. It's not bad. But, like, you have to go – I mean, you have – it is. But if you really want to get the essence of you know, leaf peeping and all that, that's like a Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine kind of thing. That's so interesting. And I respect that you know that. Well, I guess it's all your neck of the woods, but super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see stuff around here, but you're not going to get that like breathtaking. Oh, my God. Look at that. You know, feeling unless you go into one of the colder, colder states. It's really fascinating. Really interesting. I mean, you think about I mean, it's kind of a random thing to say, but there's so much beauty, just like all the different pockets of the U.S. And I, I feel like there's so many spaces I haven't been to yet, but hopefully one day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I got to ask. And I told you I had no questions, but I love it. How how did you get started in all this? Oh man, it's been it's been a crazy ride so far. Can't complain. Uh, I mean, you know, like most folks, you know, whenever I was growing up, you know, I, I would get asked to sing a solo at church or at a school program. But I had a really normal childhood growing up. I didn't do, you know, any show stuff at all. Uh, fast forward though. Uh, I kind of fell into music playing in high school. And after I graduated, I was uh, playing different festivals in the area. You know, it's just like anything else. You know, you play one show, then someone's there. It's like, oh, do you want to play at my festival or my fair in a couple months? And it started growing. And I ran into this guy backstage at a festival who uh, owned a couple radio stations and a TV station right outside of Louisville, Kentucky, and which is about an hour from where I grew up. And anyway, we started talking and fast forward, uh, we kept on running into each other at shows I'd be playing and he reached out and he was wanting to start a music variety show. And he asked me if I wanted to host it. And so it was a weekly show on his TV station, his radio stations. And that really was the door that opened Nashville to me. And looking back, if I had never met him backstage at that festival, I mean, I kind of doubt that I'd even be in Nashville, which is crazy. Huh. Really? You just never know. And it, because, see, this is the thing. So I started hosting the weekly show and I would sing on the show, but I would interview different artists that were on radio tour and different hit riders that would come on the show. And um, I became friends with some of the riders and artists and they started inviting me to songwrite with them. And it's just two and a half hours from where I'm from. Uh, to Nashville and so I started driving back and forth doing writing sessions and it was kind of like you know how I got started with singing at different shows you know you do a write then someone asks you hey do you want to join me with Billy Bob next week you know and so on and before I knew it I was I was down here in Nashville literally two to four times a week and so it was like okay I think it's it's time to make the move wow that's great you know I wish I wish I had it I wish I could do it. I wish I could just do it and kind of call it a day, but 
You would like, slay it. But I will I, say it was really cool, though. I think since COVID, I think that the game has changed a little bit. I think, I mean, obviously having your booty here in Nashville is incredible, but I think there's so much you can do, do remotely now. And and I've really seen that firsthand in like yeah. the last year and a half with some of the artists that I write with who have blown up, like, like Bailey Zimmerman, for example. He was in Illinois when I first started writing with him, and he obviously exploded like the supernova he is, um, but he wasn't even in Nashville yet. You know, it's right. just kind of crazy. There's one thing I have learned through all of these episodes we have done, especially with our guests in the South, Nashville, Texas, anywhere in those parts. Here in New England, we are missing Southern fair and hospitality like you can't even imagine. But right now fear not we have the porch southern fair and juke joint up in medford massachusetts just a little north of boston um, if you're in the area or coming to visit the city go check them out they're at 175 river's edge drive that's in medford massachusetts again check out their website theporchsouthern.com they have live music they have the best food in New England. I'm going to just say it right now. The best food in New England for that Southern hospitality, that Southern fare. You won't want to miss it. Our friend Jonathan Post is the chef and owner of The Porch. Great dude. Glad to be working with them. Check them out again. Theporchsouthern.com. Now, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up. But um, uh-huh. how does that happen for you? Like, now, you know, I mean, you kind of just said it, right? Where you were right with Bailey before he was anything right Mm. now you know i know you've written and have had songs out there from you know a number of other people too but you know because it's current and and big um Mm. how does that how did that change your life i Um, mean i mean really i mean really it had to have you know the songwriting cuts um you know it's kind of crazy like seriously jim like you never know not to get sappy but you never know what those songs are going to be that do open up the doors. And I think that is something that's kind of beautiful about it. Like when I was writing with Bailey, um, when we wrote Never Leave, uh, that was during the period before he even lived in Nashville. So he would work all week up in Illinois on the pipeline. And then he'd drive down with his buddy, Gavin Lucas, who's an amazing writer as well. They were uh, high school buddies. They kind of came up together. Um, and we would ride on the weekends and they would drive back. Well, little did I know, like, I mean, obviously, you know, I did see something, you know, um, or we, I guess we wouldn't have been riding and he saw something in me or he wouldn't have been riding with me either. But, uh, obviously we didn't know what that song was going to do. And it's been like that with other stuff too. I, I know like, you know, Nate Smith was a similar story as well. Uh, whenever we wrote sleeve, like that was at the top of the pandemic and it was during the lockdown and I was literally up in Kentucky uh, on the family farm. Nate hadn't even moved to Nashville yet. He was in California. One of the riders was in Nashville and the other one was in Virginia and we wrote it on Zoom and I didn't know whenever we wrote it how that was going to you know change our lives. But I guess to answer your question, I'm kind of going on a bunny trail. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, it's changed in that like you know, the songs get heard by more people. That's, that's probably, you know, that's a very non-sexy response, but um, that is kind of every, you know, artist and writer's dream is that, you know, your stories get heard, you know? And I mean, obviously there's been business things and all that, which is great, 
But I think, you know, from a riding standpoint, I mean, I still show up every day and just do my best. You know, that hasn't changed at all. But I think, you know, maybe some doors have opened, which is really cool. Now, I know I know the out loud answer you're going to give me to this question, right? <laughs> because I, I just know. But do you see songs or, or moments like, you know, with Wreckage with Nate? And do you ever, like, stop? And again, I know the answer you're going to give me, so... Um, <laughs> Do you ever stop and go, son of a bitch, those are my fucking <laughs> I mean, it is really cool to think. I mean, gosh, like, little baby Mary had no idea when she was, you know, making up little songs in the backyard, playing, you know, that uh, one day she'd be writing songs that fellers across the country, you know, cut and record and, you know, then people and, you know, festivals right before we hopped on a hopped on this call i literally saw um a video that a buddy posted and tagged me of nate playing wreckage down at uh is it tortuga is that how you say it yeah yeah and that's so cool i was just like wow like whenever we wrote that song i mean that was the last rat of the year before christmas and i remember most people had already went home and we were like you know what guys let's just get together and write and we did and little did we know that song was, I mean, gosh, like that was one of the most special songs that I wrote that year. And I don't know, I, I do oftentimes think, Jim, not to get sappy again, but it'd be like that. Uh, when I'm actually in the room, a lot of times when we're creating it, I have to kind of keep myself from getting emotional sometimes. I'm like, whoa, I can't, I can't believe I get to do this. I just literally, I cannot believe it. And I, I just feel really, really, really grateful. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I gotta say, I think with my personality, or maybe not. I don't know. I like this. I like to think maybe I would be a little more humble than <laughs> than I am. But I, I think, think you're that, super humble. I think if I well, thank you. Um, I'm I'm sure if anybody in my family <laughs> knows me that is listening to this, I'd be like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I don't. You know, because I've talked to a lot of people. You know, you know, especially you know people like. You know, Ray Fulcher, who writes a lot with Luke mm-hmm. Combs and, you know, mm-hmm. people like that. You know, it's like I I sit and I think, like, if I was in your shoes or if I was in Ray's shoes or if I was, you know, anybody, anybody that is, you know, a great songwriter that is getting cuts with these major artists and then hear them on the radio. I think a part of me would be like, fuck, that is my song. Like, mm. and, and and again, yeah. people know who you are, right? And people know who Ray is and, and so on mm. and so forth. But it's like, you know. I think a little bit of me would be bitter, but I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe oh, with the people, you know. with the people singing the song that you write instead of you singing it. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, this is the thing, though, Jim. I do think now I can't speak for Ray, and honestly, I can't really speak for most writers that are also artists because I definitely, I think from from what I've met down here, I do think I am a little bit of a different approach than most writer artists. Um, like when I went in to write with Nate that day with wreckage, I knew 1000% we were not writing for me. So I took off my artist hat, like 1000%. Yeah. Same thing with Bailey, same thing literally with, with all of my cuts actually. Um, but see, this is the thing though. I do think just to be totally real, a lot of times writers that are also artists, maybe they do struggle with that, with bitterness. Um, Cause sometimes, and, I, and once again, like, <sighs> I don't know specifically who, but, you know, it's just something you kind of, you know, can vibe off of. But this is the thing from the get go. Whenever I started writing, 
um, in my brain, I really had this, I guess dream is the right word or goal, whatever you want to say, vision. I really want, it's kind of like the Hardy approach or Ryan Tedder. They both have done it so flawlessly, in my opinion. They literally like will have songs on the charts that they wrote for other artists as well as for themselves. I think that's so cool. And so yeah. that's something I really want to do. And so the thing is though, for that to, for that to happen, you know, there are different buckets, you know, there's the bucket of me writing for other artists in the country world, as well as the pop world, then my own artistry, and then the sync bucket writing for TV and film. They're just totally different buckets. But this is what's crazy is one of those buckets can also like help fill up the other buckets and vice versa, but they are truly different buckets. And I think that, you know, it just depends on what your actual goals are, because I think if you didn't move to town to write for other artists and you just wanted to write for yourself, that could be really painful. I think sometimes oh. that is like truly a thing. Um, and I've seen it from afar. I've kind of seen it up close a little bit too, um, which kind of hurts my soul to see someone else go through that because that would be really bittersweet seeing a song that you love blow up and it's not you singing it if you wanted to sing it you know um yeah. but like I guess in my world it was just a different <sighs> intention's not the right word you know it's really interesting we're talking about this I've never talked about this before like literally and really? so kudos to you for for asking about it I mean but I've always wanted though you know really both and I think you can have both but I do think that changes the way you go about your daily uh, schedule. And yeah. uh, because truly, like, if I'm doing that, I mean, I got to be full-time writer for other people, also full-time writer for Mary Cutter. And so, and I will say also, just one more piggyback off of this, I think also talking about the buckets, I do think different buckets might be fuller than others at certain times, obviously. Like, right. you know, right. once the Bailey cut and Nate cut came out like a month apart, obviously that bucket was like the fullest bucket that I had going at the time, you know, but I do think that there's different seasons and I don't know, like once again, I think everyone's wired different, you know, um, I think it's really, really, really cool though that I get to do both. And also I will say it says a lot for the artists that I write with um, because I do think it could be easy for, I mean, number one, there aren't a ton of female songwriters already, um, right. but then you piggyback it with, Hey, I'm an artist too. And I'm all in, I think, you know, some artists probably could be kind of like, eh, no, thanks. Let's just write with someone that's a full blown writer. And I think it's really cool that the artists that I get to work with, they're like, yo, that's awesome. And thanks for, you know, writing for my stuff too. It's just a different, it's just a different thing. But I think that, yeah. you know, having, you know, your intentions set out, that's, I think that's probably so the move, you know? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned um, a little bit ago about the intent, right? Mm. When, you, when you sit down, you know, you know, if you're going to be writing for Nate or if you're going to be writing for Bailey or yourself or mm -hmm. else or, you know, whatever the case may be, like, you know why you're there, right? Totally. And I've heard that so many times where it's like, well, I know I'm going to write for so-and-so. So it's like, you know, you know that the songs you're putting together, mm. you know, either you're not going to cut or you know, whatever, or you may cut one day if, you know, so-and-so doesn't want, you know, whatever, whatever right. the case may be. Now, totally. now as a writer though, right. Mm -hmm. And again, I I'm digging because that's the kind of show this is. Always dig King. I'm so with um, it. Go. Because Pull I know I get a lot shovel. of, 
I get a lot of shit, right, from the people in town. And I know, like, a lot of people don't like what we do because I do it that way. Where I'm mm. like, I, like, I want to do the nitty gritty. I don't, it doesn't need to be, you know, all rainbows and butterflies all the time. Totally. Not everything is great. Well, but I anyway, think folks so- want to hear uh, past the, you know, just the little pebbles. They want to get down, you know? Right, so that's right. cool. Continue. So, so when you have that mindset, when you mm. know you're you're going in for a for another person, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be something you you've been working on or you know kind of like sitting down and starting something and if you you have an idea that you that you absolutely love, mm-hmm. right? Do you bring it with you or do you you kind of like leave it at home and like this one's for me? <laughs> That's so interesting. I really love your questions, Jim. This is super fun. Um, You know, (laughs) this is the thing that I have seen so far. And I do realize that I am still fresh off the turnip truck. I'm still new, blah, blah, blah. But what I have seen, usually when I am pulled into the writing room, like, okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. So I got pulled in to ride with Alexandra Kay. I don't know if you know her or not. She's really big on the TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, so talented. Well, her producer gave me a call and was like, hey, AK is going on tour. She really needs her show opener. Can you come in? I was like, absolutely. We come in. Um, I'm like, so what do you want? Do you want it to be like a drinking song, a girl power song? What do you think? And she's like, oh, I want a drinking song. So I like, for I come from the country where manufacturing is really big, um, like truly the sticks. And so factories are just kind of how I was raised. Well, it's truly like filling an order. And so, you know, I had all kinds of ideas. Like if I'd had an idea that was a drinking song, I, you know, for that case, I don't really have many or, or any drinking songs actually from artistry, but uh, who knows what will be next. But uh, literally we came up with the idea in the room um, fast forward, uh, Bailey with Never Leave, he came in and he said exactly what he wanted. So we just kind of built it in the room. A lot of the cuts that I've had have been, and like Alexandra again, um, she pulled me in and that was, oh, I never finished that story. That was Tall Boys, uh, that she, the drinking song, the show opener that she ended up going on tour with Tim McGraw, which was really cool. Um, yeah. And then fast forward, she pulled me in again to write her wedding song, which was super special. Well, you know, I guess like, I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, like, you know, bringing in, but normally like so far in my career, it's been like, Hey, Mary, I want to write this title or I just went through a breakup with my boyfriend and this is how I'm feeling. Do you think there's like a hook and blah, 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 blah. That's what it's been so far. Um, I, I kind of feel like though, like for me, I just love creating and it's not so much of like, I don't know. Like, and, and I also, I do have titles and all that, but that's normally not what I typically do in the room. I do throw out titles, but you know, in my world, it's usually hearing someone else's title when it's not for me. I'll say that. Um, Whenever it's my artistry, sometimes I have a title, but typically Billy Bob comes in with a title or a concept and we talk it out. They're like, Ooh, that's the idea, you know? And uh, so once again, maybe like some people that are like, great title people i would guess that that would be something that they, that they would have to chew on you know um because gosh like really special titles you know they can really make or break a song you know yeah yeah so i mean all i'm hearing here mary is that you are the song whisperer well i don't know so if i go that far but i do appreciate oh, no. you saying that no absolutely <laughs> absolutely 
you know, when I when I put when I put on the show notes here for for when it goes out to the podcast platforms, I'm going to write Mary Cutter. You know her. She discovered Bailey Zimmerman, uh, Nate Smith. And that's what I'm going to write. That that really, you know, I, I feel lucky to be a small piece of their story, you know, but I, I think that, you know, it's one of those situations. I will say, Jim, that I remember um, with both of those cases before they blew up me telling people I was working with them and how excited I was. That's why I was telling people. And right. these were separate situations, totally, because they're different timelines. Um, and for both of those artists, I was told by different people, you're wasting your time. They're not what you should be investing in, blah, blah, blah. And like, I look back on that and I'm just like, my gosh, like, it's scary to think about. Like, and of course, people's opinions, they're always valid, you know, blah, 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 when I listen to them. But gosh, if I had listened, like... My world will be a totally different world, you know, and uh, it is kind of crazy, but I think that um, it's been a very, very, very cool journey uh, seeing how songs can totally change people's lives, like actually. Yeah. And I think you put your head down, you work hard, try to do right by people and, you know, you create with people. And like, I think proof of concept is such a big thing to so many people. And that's a valid thing, but I think that truly one song can change everything and you can have that proof of concept yeah yeah now now you know i sometimes feel that i feel bad talking about you know your success through other through others right because that's um you know yeah it's a a piece of the pie right but it's Mm. not it's not the whole pie right but so before you have you know some of these pretty big hits with you know for other artists like who is mary cutter before all that Ooh, that's really cool. By the way, you keep on talking about pie. Pie sounds so good right now. Hey, quick question, <laughs> really quick, Jim. What's your favorite pie? Um, I gotta say, uh, I gotta say apple. Really? Okay, yeah. very classy, Jim. I respect yeah, apple that. Apple or um, oh shit. Um, there's like a chocolate pie, I like too. <gasps> Ooh, that sounds delicious. I love um, me some chocolate pecan. I mean, I love it all. Let's be no, real. I mean, gosh. Mm. I mean, pff, I. You know, it's funny because so sidestep, um, because there's a lot of this already tonight. But um <laughs> sidebar, my um my wife is like a trained pastry chef. No way. Yeah, no she doesn't way. do anything. She doesn't do anything with it for some mm. ungodly reason because but she's incredible at it. And I don't like sweets, anything like that. I don't wow. like Wow. That hurts my soul a little bit, but it's probably good I considering know. you're with someone that could you know, you could be a chunky monkey real quick eating all those pies. I mean, I am. I'm that for sure. But <laughs> we yeah, all have be... our vices. But man, <laughs> to be with a pastry chef, my yeah, God! But and you I'm know, so it's... sorry. I totally derailed your question, no, Jim. No, welcome no, no, no. to my world. No, or welcome no, no, to no. the I writing actually, room. I should say. I actually like this a lot better. I'm not gonna lie to you, because <laughs> so yeah, so she makes some incredible stuff like when she makes her cakes and mm. um frostings and all that from scratch it mm. is fantastic that sounds so good but like i'm also not like a you know i don't jones for it it's not like oh my god when are you gonna make a cake like totally um, you know like if she makes it like it's like sweet this is awesome is but, it tough to like have a baked item out are you just like Ugh, this is garbage compared to your sweetheart um no because i don't like them i don't oh, that's right. like i guess them. you wouldn't be eating them so you know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like I don't, I'm not a big cupcake guy. I'm not a cake. I just like, I don't even like waffles and pancakes. Like I just don't. Wow. You sound so healthy. I'm very Hey, everyone, don't forget about our other partner, the DCU Center, dcucenter.com. Go there for all of their things that are coming. They have concerts. They have hockey. They have indoor football. They have everything you would want for entertainment right here in central Massachusetts. Whether you're local or not, come and check them out. DCU Center, 50 Foster Street in Worcester. Check them out. You won't be disappointed. Go, oh, oh girl, I'm gonna send you a full body shot of me later, and you're gonna be like, damn, bro. Get <laughs> what is on what is your treadmill. favorite food then? Um, <laughs> cheeseburgers, pizza, mm, the wings. good stuff. Yeah, the good you know, stuff. you know, typical guy food. Yep, um, I I'm respect not t- it. I know super sexist and not PC, but um, no, I mean, like, I'm yeah. all about that food too. But you know, you're just holding it down. I love it. Yeah, you know, it's. And like being from up here, you know, we are, um, we're not, um, how do I put, like, we like to eat, you know, I mean, we're not like the Midwest, Wisconsin, (laughs) but, um, you know, we, we enjoy, uh, we enjoy the call and the, and the bar food. That's for sure. You know, this is the thing though. There's worse things. Just saying. I mean, I agree. You know, I could, I, I guess I could be doing math, but. I know there's definitely there's definitely much harder things on your body that you could be doing other yeah. than a cheeseburger and you know the things. Right, right. But um, but yeah, yeah. Those I love are, that what about so you? Much. What do, do you have like a, a favorite? This is a this is a, oh, full disclosure. The first time I think ever on the Boots and Whiskers we've actually talked about food, which is awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. There's a first time for everything. You're like, man, this Mary Cutter was not expecting this tonight. No. Um, you know, I really love tacos. Like a lot. Uh, I love- you're such a basic white girl, Mary. <laughs> I really I, am. No. I really am, Jim. And you know, <laughs> I used to shy away from it, but I'm like, you know, girl gotta eat. I like all the things though. <laughs> and so I moved down here to Nashville and I had never been around so many super healthy people. So well, like, yeah. like another level. And of course you're from up north. I don't know if you're in the city or not, but like where no. I'm from, once again, like, I mean, we just got a Taco Bell in my hometown this past year. I mean, it's, you know, we don't even have a Walmart in my hometown. You know what I'm no, saying? So anyway, I mean, people like home cooking and the heavy foods and, you know, it's very common. I mean, like I mean, we always have dessert after every meal, you know, yeah, it's no. just a thing. So no. anyway, but I like all the foods. Like there's very few things I don't like. I'll put it that way. Wow. I know. So, so have you ever had like real seafood? Like real seafood? Like what do you yeah. mean? Like oysters and stuff? Like from, I mean, obviously you've never been to New England, so I can't say. No, but I've always wanted to have like clam chowder up there and like yeah. lobster. That sounds incredible. So I'm not a big seafood person, right? Oh, no. Yeah. No, like I like you some things. You really picky, Jim. I Just am. Saying. I am. I am awful when it comes to food. But <laughs> um, I actually used to be a lot worse before my wife and I started getting together because she's actually from the city of Boston. So she grew up. That's cool. How do I? This, I always sound like a fucking ignorant piece of shit when I say things like this. But like, <laughs> you know, she grew up around you know different cultures. You know, I right. didn't. You know, I lived in you know the the town I grew up in and the town I live in now. You mm-hmm. know, we have a regionalized school system. Like most of the time, you don't leave here. Right. You know, so you know, we never had any sort of ethnicity. Like to totally you know, to, to yep. put a to put a point on it. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there was things I would never have eaten in a million years before she came. And it was like forced upon, you know. I love that. Like, yeah, what's the it, craziest thing you, you've eaten with her? Um, so <laughs> we went to the South African restaurant when we were in Florida. Love it. And I went in trying to be like totally like, yes, this is going to be great. I cannot wait. It's, oh, right. Look at that. It looks so good. And it sucked. <laughs> it was <laughs> awful. Well, at least you tried it. And now you can say you've tried yeah. South African food. True. I respect it. You know what I mean? You True. only live once, right? Right. Right. And we went to an Indian wedding once. And I couldn't no do that either. I couldn't do it. Well, you know, this is the thing. Once again, you you were present. You, you know, and I, that's the thing. Like, you don't have to, like, I don't think we have to like everything. I mean, that's yeah. such a thing. That's like such a, I don't know if fad's the right word or not. But I mean, the thing is, you don't have to be like, mm, give me some of that Indian food right now. Yeah. No, you can be like, where's my cheeseburger? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and like, I'll eat California rolls. Like, mm. I know sushi has become, like, a big fad, too. Like, yep. California yep. rolls is, like, where I, like, draw the line. I um, like my sushi cooked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's great, though, cooked. I, I don't it? hate it. I mean, I like it when it's, like, deep fried or baked. I well, mean, I am, once you get that basic white deep girl. fried is good. You're not wrong. Like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's my Kentucky coming out, but I love that you know this as well. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean. Jesus, if you can deep fry it, why wouldn't you eat it? <laughs> um, they do the air fryers and stuff. I haven't, I haven't tried them, but maybe I should. I don't. Oh, uh, you know, you know, air fryers are great. You know, we we had one, but we had we have such a big family. You know, mm-hmm. we have between my wife and I, we have three kids. Love it. Um, and all the air fryers when we had one, like they just weren't big enough. Yeah. You know, because when we make oh, chicken nuggets, sense. we have to make a whole goddamn bag. Right. You know, so my parents use their air fryer all the time. They actually took the air fryer we had. And like, it's great. You know, they make food with it all the time. And it's actually fantastic. Like, you don't even know the difference. What an interesting invention, right? Right. Right. That's super cool. I guess it's not even really. I don't even know how the how it works, but it can't be like actually fried. Right. I guess not. Like I've been wanting to like, read about it because it's just like, man, that does look really good. You know, yeah. and everyone, everyone that owns an air fryer loves it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I've never heard somebody that's like, oh, this air fryer, I use it all the time. It sucks. You know, yeah. it's so, so strange. So, so strange. I love the trajectory of this conversation. I wasn't expecting to talk about air fryers today either, but Me here neither. we are. No, girl, this is this is what I want this show to be all the time. I love that, you know, and I and I love that you're doing this. You know, you know what's up. But oh, I know what's up. Mm, you know oh, what's oh, up. Yep. Oh, right, right, right. You know, I say to, I kind of say to artists, you know, depending on the kind of conversation we've had prior to, you know, the conversation. Like I say all the time, I'm like I don't give a shit that you have music out. I don't. Mm. I really don't. Right. You know, not that I don't care, right? But like that's not necessarily what I want the topic of conversation to be is to be about you know your music like they can you know i'm sure you've done a million interviews about your music and your musical well you know it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier pulling out the shovel i think that you know there's lots of where you're from right what's your favorite thing about right and that can be fun to talk about obviously and we love those too but it is really cool to do something a little bit different you know right absolutely absolutely you know it's I also feel, you know, and I, I say this in pretty much every episode, I feel like now, but, mm. you know, if somebody's listening to this 
and they either know who you are and have heard your songs mm. or don't know you and have never heard your songs, you know, they're going to say, they're going to listen to this and be like, wow, Mary Cutter sounds like an actual human being. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm going right. to go listen to her music and, you know, maybe based on the conversation we're having right now, like they've connected to it or whatever, and then they can go to the music and be like, wow, I get, I, I get this a lot more because I connected with her on this level or that level, or I understood what she said about this. And, you know, it's just. That's really cool. That's a really good point. And I hope they listen to the music while eating tacos. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, yeah. it'll be an experience that way. No. All right. So speaking of Nashville and food and all that, now, are you a big Nashville hot chicken kind of person? Or... Okay. Are you ready for this? Oh God, Mary, are you going <laughs> to tell me you've never had it? I've never had it. Oh my God. Is that so bad? Well, see, this is the thing. Oh, it's kind of like Trader Joe's. I haven't been to Trader Joe's yet or Costco. and it's So we don't have a Costco point. around here. Well, you know, whenever I tell people, they're like, oh, and I've gotten kind of used to loving seeing the reaction. So now I almost hate to try the Nashville hot chicken and people, you know, I don't get that reaction anymore. Just at the Trader Joe's. So I mean, I do realize that's a really dumb reason not to do either one no. of those things. No, I get it. I get it. It tickles me. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand. I totally get it. Um, it's kind of like when I hear people say they don't like Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's interesting. You know, right, it's like, right, what the right, hell is that far out? You? What are you right. talking about? Right. You know, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, you know, that don't like it. And it's like, you're that is not true. A, you're it's not a, a very person. specific taste. It's a very specific taste. I mean, yeah. I'm all about that Chick-fil-A, you know, with the Polynesian sauce and the waffle fries, but you know. Oh, see, I never, I don't, I never did the Polynesian sauce. Oh, it's delicious. It's so, it's so good. It's a different experience, but they're all, all the sauces are great, but I do, yeah, I do indeed enjoy the Polynesian sauce. I'm going to try that the next time I go. Yes. Let me know how it is. I will. I will. Oh. Now, what about, what else do you have down there that we, oh, you get in an In-N-Out burger finally. I'm really excited to try Hey, is that the one that just opened that people keep on posting about In-N-Out or is it what's coming? It's coming. It's okay, so what's the it. other burger place that they just opened outside of Nashville that everyone's posting about? I have it's no idea. It's, it's the, what a burger. That's what it's. What a oh, what a burger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I have would... not had what a burger. I've had In and Out, and it was it was good. I mean, I had it only one time uh, in California. I mean, was it's been it, a long time, but yeah. Was it the makes it to be? You know, I kind of you know I feel like I did not get a pristine experience. <laughs> I'm going to give it another shot. I really am because it looks so visually appealing and yeah. everyone swears, but I feel like I, I ran in, I remember it was so crazy whenever, uh, I had ordered. And I remember like, I want to say like, maybe they had messed up my order or something. I mean, this was literally like five years ago. Uh, but I, it was like so chaotic and there was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat it. Like they gave it to me and it was, I, you know what I'm saying? And like, but I have a feeling it's really great whenever you get the order right and the fries are warm. You know what right. I'm saying? You know. Now, so now I'm going to give it another shot, you know? Because I'm a big Five Guys fan. Oh, I love Five Guys. Now, is it comparable? I mean, I, I mean, I guess not because you had a not the greatest experience. But, right. you know, uh, so like I, I rank my burger places against Five Guys. I know a lot of people mm, probably this that's like, very yeah. fair that's yeah. very fair have you had freddy's freddy's is great too it's kind of no, like steak and shake oh uh, so we so what we have around here we have a shake shack okay we have five guys and when i say we have a shake shack shake shack is like boston 
like Boston has a couple. Um, we have Smashburger. Do you guys have Smashburger? Yes. Um, see, like I, I think Smashburger is okay, but I think it's really for what you get. It is. It's kind of pricey. Not yeah. gonna lie. I, I will say, whenever you come down to Nashville, finally, you'll have to try Freddy's. That okay. really, that really is pretty great. Um, if you've had Steak and Shake, it's interesting, but just a step up. But it's okay. really starting to pop off in this area. Um, what else is there? I mean, there's a lot of great burgers. I love burgers. Um, I do too. Like that is my, that is my. Oof. I really yep. respect that a lot. What, what do you put on your burger? Um, it depends on my mood. I'm not gonna lie to you. I respect that. I respect um, that. Typically, it's like mustard, ketchup, mayo, uh, pickles some lettuce onion um you know so like basic basic shit you know but I, I love that there's nothing wrong with that king you know what's up so, you know it's just the classic it's timeless right. exactly something that's probably gonna... love shocks go not the biggest oh interesting like i like well... it i like it don't get me wrong i like bacon you know i, I would but i'm not like a you know, everything's better with bacon on it. It's like, hmm, I respect hmm. that. See, that's a hot take uh, that a lot of people wouldn't have the guts to stay on recording. And I respect no, I know. that, you know? Sure. Well, you know, it kind of, you know, you're kind of playing with fire whenever you have bacon on something. Is it going to be good quality bacon? Are they going to cook at the right consistency? Yes. Is it going to overpower the burger or is it going right. to add, you know, you got to think about these things. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you get it. You get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. I mean, I, I don't mind it, but I'm kind of with you. I mean, it's not like, oh man, the bacon burger, definitely ordering that. That's right. not that's not me. But no. I mean, it's I I wouldn't, you know, I, I probably wouldn't turn it down, you know. Um, I wouldn't ask for no bacon on the burger. But right, right. Yeah, if that's it's definitely the option. a little bit of Russian roulette, a little bit, you know, but yeah. with bacon. Now, how do you like your bacon while we're on the um, I knew you were going to ask that. I knew it. Because you know, it depends. It depends. There's two I, types I do of bacon. Like, it's it, correct, yes. correct bacon or incorrect bacon. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not no, wrong. No. I do like it to be kind of flimsy-ish, but not like, oh my God, we're about to get like not salmonella, but whatever. I okay. don't like it to be like undercooked, but you know, when it's good quality bacon, you know, mm, yeah. Yeah. that moisture like, locked in. What about you? I like it fatty. I like it a little, you know. Yep. I like it where it's like, all right, it was on there long enough to know it's not, I'm not going to die eating it. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. And like, you know, now the crunch can be nice if like you're topping it, you know, if you're topping, uh, if you're using it for a topping. But, you know, honestly, like when you have the eggs or whatever or on the burger, you know, we like it flimsy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The the more cholesterol, the better, baby. You know? Yes, King. You know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, God. One day the, you need to have like a... um a sub genre where you're just like basically like guys uh what's it called the dives and drive-ins oh yeah so much fun but just with burgers just with yeah. burgers i feel you know, like it'd be epic jim it would be you know because they do want like pizza reviews and all that like all the oh. time like that's and that's so basic like you, you know <laughs> pizza you, you can't really screw up pizza you know? Man, pizza's great. You know, I had, you know, yeah, it's great. I had it the other night. It was just wonderful. I just thought, man, every time I have pizza, I never regret it. Right. Right. You know, it's, I, I, uh, you know, I have my sayings about pizza, but I, um, I don't know. It's just, um, yeah. Even yeah. if, you know, thick, thin, you know, extra cheesy, whatever. I mean, like, it's hard to mess up pizza. That's right. that's that's where I stand on that. Right. Like, all right. I'm going to be a little graphic, and I apologize because you are a lady. 
Um, but, I but, love the disclaimers every time. <laughs> but, you know, to me, pizza's like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. You know what? That's a Willie Nelson quote. I know. Um, I know. It's and true. I love that. And I, you know, the thing is, that means you're a man that knows country music. You right. know. Right. I mean, I don't think Willie was talking about uh, pizza, but he, you know, he could have been. He could have yeah. been. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong though. That's that's man, pizza. It just, it's always going to be great. Yeah. Yep. It sure is. Now, mm-hmm. now, all right. So we've talked about food. Uh, we were talking about music. I don't even know where the hell we left off with that. So, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I have no, no idea either. Oh, God. I'm sure the listeners are like, my gosh. Probably. <laughs> but you know what? If they don't like it, they can just stop listening. I don't give a shit. You know, they've that's, already listened you know, to 30 seconds. Valid so point. I... Don't leave us. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't go. This is the whole thing. <laughs> Um, now what about what about beverages if you will beverages what do you what do you like there I mean I love all the things I will say I I really consume a lot of coffee and that's kind of understatement of the career or or or, or of the year rather but of my career as well I drink so much coffee I mean it's just but this is the thing I like it all the ways um, I mean, I'm all about even like the cheap, nasty oh, stuff that sometimes they have at publishing houses that you're like, man, this, this tastes questionable. I mean, hits can be written with that stuff. It's a little magic potion. But I will say I love to make me like a great little latte situation every morning. I'm very religious about my morning routine now. I get up. Really? Oh, my God. It's like it's borderline annoying to everyone I talk to about it because I'm like, oh, it's changed my life. And they're just like, stop talking about this, Mary. But I, I will say I want to be a 5 a.m.er. I'm not a 5 a.m.er, but I'm a 6 a.m.er. And so I get up at 6. I uh, drink my coffee. And uh, I write three pages, stream of conscious. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason with it. It's just a unload, I guess. And hmm. since doing that, I've seen such a difference in my writing. And I've, I've been doing it every single day since January 2nd this year. So that's how long I've been doing it. You know, with the pages, like, I haven't missed a day. It's literally like my favorite part of the day. And then I read and I have a couple of different books I'm reading at the moment. And then uh, normally I'll maybe read a little bit of a magazine, catch up on the news, you know, then get ready and off to the off to the races. But uh, coffee is definitely an essential part of kicking off the day. It's part of like basically every rite that I do. It's how I wind down. It's how I wind up. I mean, it's, it is such a thing. Wow. Yeah. Now, now we all know, I think we all know, right? We all know that coffee is different everywhere you go. It totally is. And I mean that like literally, I don't like, mean literally, like, literally, yeah. I don't mean like, you know, Starbucks is different from Dunkin, Dunkin Donuts. Yeah. But I mean, like, the Dunkin Donuts in downtown Nashville is going to be different than the Dunkin Donuts in, 1,000%. in the Gulch. You know, it's 1,000%. Gonna be- and I respect you knowing these locations as well. And, you know, it's also insane. This is going to sound so intense, but I don't care. Um, so <laughs> when I'm in Nashville versus when I'm in Kentucky visiting my family, the coffee is different. Even if you had yes. the same coffee beans Jim yes. like like actually it's because of the water which is yes. so crazy I was reading about it of course now Kentucky is like a whole nother level with the limestone in the water which that's yeah. a whole nother thing yeah. but oh, yeah. um literally that in the water pressure it's so crazy but you know this is the thing 
I guess how you feel about pizza, I feel about coffee, you know? It's just like, Ooh, it's really? fabulous. Like coffee just like, it literally is, it, there's been few coffees that I have not finished. I will say that, you know? And when I have it, maybe they put like a weird flavoring in it or something. I, I actually don't use any flavoring now. I used to, um, but oddly enough, I will say, I never drank coffee till I moved to Nashville. Huh. Like ever. So what happened was, you know, I feel like this town is like, oh, let's get coffee. Oh, let's get coffee. And so I would go to all these coffee shops and like, I would always just get tea. But I found very quickly that the different coffee shops, like sometimes they had good tea. Sometimes it was nasty. Sometimes they're like, we don't have tea. And it would just be like, oh my gosh. So I started out drinking mocha lattes. And then I was like, and I was just thriving, living my best life. Then I went to caramel macchiatos or whatever that version would be at the coffee shop. Then I went to vanilla lattes and then I mixed the vanilla. And so now it's just plain coffee. Hmm. That's more than you ever needed to know about my no. trajectory of my coffee lifestyle. <laughs> huh. That's awesome. Thanks. You know, I, I really do enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a fun fact. You ready? Go for it. So you know who Samuel Adams is, right? The beer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you drink Samuel Adams, right, mm -hmm. especially out of a, you know, really out of anything, bottle, draft, can, mm -hmm. it's going to taste the exact same. Really? Do you want to know why? Always. Yes. So, so they obviously have their, um, um, God, I just blanked. Uh, it's not distillery when it's a oh, a uh, brewery, right? Thank you. They have their mm -hmm. brewery here in Boston, right? Mm -hmm. They have one in like Pennsylvania, I think, and maybe somewhere else now. But wow, you want to know what they do? The secret to, to why it all tastes the same, regardless of where it comes from? Why? Because they ship the water from Boston to those other locations. Oh my gosh, isn't that wild? That's so fascinating. Wild. Like the, and you know, the thing is, is like probably most people wouldn't even be able to tell a difference, but the true beer lovers would, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's really interesting. I guess it's kind of like, you know, different fast food restaurants. They ship it, you know, it's frozen. You right. know what I'm saying? That's right. really fascinating. Right. But like fast food restaurants are the same thing. Like, you know, McDonald's on this side of town is going to taste different. That is true than the other one mm, i love me some mcdonald's french fries though yeah mm. yeah me too me too gosh mm -hmm. I, I had that for lunch yesterday i love anyway. that i'm really glad you did that yeah me too so did um, you get a cheeseburger as well no i do a big mac i'm a big mac kind of guy oh i respect that you know yeah. i always get the chicken nuggets there with the sweet and sour sauce it's great well, i if i were to <laughs> i can go to mcdonald's and just have one meal myself and it's 15 bucks yeah, um, because I'm a fat shit. So it's it's work. It works. It's good. Well, honestly, I think the prices have went up the last couple yeah. of years too. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's almost unaffordable for like you know for us. To... Honestly, you're not wrong. For like a well, family, it would be a lot. Yeah, when the five of us go to <laughs> McDonald's, it's like fifty bucks, fifty five bucks, so and it's crazy. like we could go and sit down at a restaurant with a right. tip and pay the same amount. That is really crazy when yeah, you think it's, about it. It's bananas. Mm -hmm. Now, as a Kentucky girl. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you have a bourbon or 
of choice? Do you oh do you absolutely in the, in the alcohol, or are you like a a truly high noon kind of girl? Like what's what's up? I mean, you know, I used to have to say that Maker's Mark was my favorite because I had a sponsorship with them. Well, how did you get that? Great. Let me get that contact, Mary. Jesus. I well, it was I was really really blessed and lucky after I moved to town to host different writers nights yeah, yeah. Um, in Midtown. And anyway, it was very full circle because where I'm from is like the same area where Makers is from, but it, their corporate headquarters aren't there, so it was like totally not related. But that was really a cool experience, by the way. Like literally, like I would go to all these different events with Makers, and I would be the country music representative. And it was really cool. And Makers is great. Makers 46 is really, really tasty, but it's really similar to Woodford, which is my favorite. And uh, I mean, I like it on the rocks. I don't really like to mix it with a cocktail or anything like that, um, or just drink it, you know, just drink it straight without ice to a scoochie. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my situation. Huh. You know, here on Boots and Whiskey, we don't mess around. Mm-mm. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm a Kentucky girl. Well, you know, this is what's so crazy. Whenever I drive home, literally, I can always smell the distilleries. And oh, that's sure. when you know you're almost back. Like, truly, like, the smell is so strong. Now, some people hate the smell. I love the smell. I think, I mean, it's nostalgic. But, uh yeah, I mean, and it's such an interesting thing, too, where I'm from. They do the bourbon festival every year. And. That's like a whole thing. And it's just, it's a really cool part of the heritage. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. It is. You know, whenever you come down south, you'll have to hit up the bourbon tour because, I mean, people, or the bourbon trail, I just yeah. say. They have different tours all on the trail. And that's literally the neck of the woods where I grew up. So it's it's just kind of cool. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the old quote, like, you never realize what's in your backyard, right? And growing up, it was just like, whatever, like, oh, like, you know, so-and-so's dad works at the plan and, you know, where they make Jim Beam and, oh, and I know so-and-so who's the heiress to Heaven Hill, blah, blah, blah. And like, now it's like, I don't know, like people are like, I love bourbon. I'm, you know, that's my vacation next year. We're going to go, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. I was riding with a girl today, actually, who she's from wine country out in California. And I was talking to her because I watched this Netflix movie the other night um, that was called Wine Country. And I was like, is that like what it's actually like? She was like, kind of, not really. But yeah, it was interesting. Dallas Jackson here with Tipsy Music. Artists, are you tired of getting $5 by Freebird? How are you getting fans to engage with your own music? Venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now. Tipsy Music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list. Tipsy takes Venmo, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and even credit cards all through your unique Tipsy QR code. Best part is no app to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at Tipsy Music on all socials. Long live live music. Huh. That's cool. Yep. So, all right. So, ready for another, um, another fucking mind-blowing experience? Yes, always. So, yes, we are the Boots and Whiskey podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I start, the name kind of comes from, um, I'm very impatient kind of person. I am an only child and I want everything right then and right there and right now. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea for this podcast. I wanted to get it started as quickly as possible. I was trying to come up with names that, you know, were like, 
country music-ish that didn't necessarily pigeonhole me into just that genre, even though that's what it's become, which is totally fine. That's how I wanted it to be anyway. Yep. Um, so I played around with some names when it came to, you know, things country music related. And I had just started getting into whiskey. Um, like I've only really drank whiskey or anything like that, you know, in the last two years. Love it. Very um, classy. We see you, King. Yeah. So I'm not a big bourbon fan. Well, you know what? I won't hold it against you. But I also, you know what I will say, though? I kind of love that you know the difference of bourbon oh, yeah, and whiskey. Of well, I'm not a, a lot of people I'm... don't. A lot of people don't. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, you like that Woodford whiskey. I'm like, that is no. not whiskey. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, and we, we might fist fight over the phone over this. You ready? Oh, no. Go ahead. Would you say Jack Daniels is bourbon or is it whiskey? I mean, I know people will say it's bourbon, but my Kentucky soul will always see bourbon as only a Kentucky thing. But yeah. I know that's not technically accurate. No, no, it's not. You're right. I, <laughs> I get it. But, but in principle, I'm going to say it's not bourbon, but it's not Kentucky bourbon. You know, so I mean, I guess like, you know, sure. Like, you know, by, you know, a scientific definition, it fits. But it's just kind of like, let me tell you what it's like. That is like going to Velvet Taco or a really, do you guys have Velvet Tacos up in uh, Massachusetts? No, ma'am. Okay, so it's basically like a chain that, well, actually, okay, a better example. Um, No, we'll keep it the taco example. They're basically wraps. They are not tacos, but sure, you can call them tacos, but they're not like true tacos or like panda express and chinese food maybe that's closer oh, to yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so as i feel no. like my savagery comes out a little bit with this but this yes. is like sure it's chinese food but is it but really? it's right right so I but that. i will say though you know um I, I ain't gonna turn my nose at jack daniels or whatever but i mean it's the same thing with the bell mead uh bourbon that they have in town and i mean i don't know I mean, it'd be like that, you know, I'll just call a spade a spade. It's not Kentucky bourbon. Okay. Fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Because I'm a, I'm a big Jack guy. You know, I mean, I am. I, I like it. Love it. Love uh, it. But I also like all the other Tennessee whiskeys I've had, too. Like, yep. I'm a big whiskey. I love it. I love, I love that, it. you know. I mean, you are, I get the sense that, you know, you don't mess around whenever you love something. And I think that you know your whiskeys and you know everyone has their different taste of what they love and stuff but you know the tennessee stuff they're neighbors of kentucky they know how to do it yeah hell yeah i've also really really gotten into like the texas whiskeys because those aren't bad either those aren't bad at all what are some of the brands that are uh your fave that are texas um tx whiskey um they are like the bottle I have of them is actually almost gone. And they said that was the first whiskey brand that ever agreed to send me a bottle to like review. I love that. Okay. So, look at you being like, please send me the whiskey. I will review. Oh, I love that. Oh, Do girl, that I can. You were to look at my bar right now that I'm staring at. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I think I've only spent money on one, maybe two of these bottles. Wow. Okay, yeah. Mr. Entrepreneur, we see you. Yeah. Yeah. And like some of them I really I really like and 
others I haven't really cared for. But um, I love that though. What a great way to like. It's basically like you're one of those girls on TikTok that try all the different makeups, right? And you can be like, I love this eyeshadow palette, but the other one, eh, but I don't throw it away. But you know, right. desperate times call for desperate right. measures. Yeah, I love absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, so TX is really good. That's actually the only one out of Texas I think I have right now. Great. Um, that might be a lie. That's a lie. I lied to you. I just lied to you. Um, <laughs> this Justice label. Cool. They have they have one called Blood of My Enemies. Oh my gosh! What an epic name. Yeah, they don't mess around. Of, that's out of Texas. Um, and then oh, Justice label has also sent me three bottles of moonshine. Love it. That I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm hot, terrified to try. Because I mean, they, moonshine can mess you up, honey bun. Right. I feel like I'm going to go blind drinking this shit. I mean, it's a thing. And you know, uh, yeah. the different runners of moonshine. I mean, that's a whole Kentucky tradition, too. I mean, it's just kind of crazy, you know? Right. The history of all that is really fascinating. It is. It really, really is. Um, but yeah, so like I've got some favorites, you know, it's, you know, I have some things I don't like, things I do like. Um, you being such a well rounded human, I see oh, you God. hosting your podcast reviewing whiskeys yeah you know yeah what about boots do you like boots do you have boots do you wear boots oh you do, i love like boots? boots but you know what i am definitely the girl that gets the glitter boots and i, I really you know i will are. tell you i have such a weakness for shoes and i have you know we were talking earlier about having the dream and the goal of having like songs on the charts that me as an artist as well as writing for other artists i have another goal as well that's just recently been uh, procured. I really want one day, and I know this sounds extra. Once again, there's one of those hot takes that people might judge, but you know what? I love shoes. I love boots. And one day I really want a walk-in closet just of shoes. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yeah. No, yeah. My, <laughs> my dream. That is to my dream. That's amazing that we have the same one. Do you really? No, Mary, I don't. <laughs> Well, you never know, you know, I'll mean, say it'd be really cool. Now, that being said, I don't have too much dough for enough shoes at this point, but I, you know, I, I do keep my shoe game strong or I try to, you know, I got like the little rhinestone boots. I've bedazzled my own boots. I'm always keeping my eyes out for sales. Like I literally love beautiful shoes. You know, it's just a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing, you know. I will say, I think that, you know, my shoe size is pretty big. I have a nine and a half size shoe, and I'm five foot nine. Jesus, and, you're, uh, in, you're at Amazon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're well, way so growing up, it, I used to feel really, I mean, to get a little bit vulnerable, I mean, I used to feel really self-conscious about my height. Like, I was this height, like, at, like, 12 years old, okay? And I was the shoe size, like, and you remember, like, back in the day when you'd do, like, the little footprint, handprint? Arts yeah, and crafts yeah. as a kid, I would do that in class and like my feet would be so much bigger than everyone's. And so at that time, I remember I used to always be like, oh my gosh, I need to have like flat shoes. So I'm not taller than everyone, blah, blah, blah. Well, finally, it was just honestly a couple of years ago, I was like, this is stupid. I see these beautiful heels, these beautiful boots that will have a platform. Why am I not like, who cares if I'm taller than people? Right. And there was just like this switch that happened in my brain. And I'm not totally sure what the what the trigger was to change it. But I remember the flip happening and I, I guess I'm making up for lost time, but I'm having a blast, you know? That's awesome, girl. I love that. You know, we don't, Oh, here we go. We're going to, we're going to go down another rabbit hole. Um, Let's I do hope, it. I hope you have some time. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's such a crazy thing, you know, the when it comes to who we are as people in mm. like a society about, you know, the way we look and how we, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, obviously social media has played a huge role in that, you know, but like you look at, you look at stuff all the time and it's like, um, you know, you look at things on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And you're like, wow, look at how, look at how well so-and-so is doing. And like, mm, yeah. In reality, like they probably aren't. Right, for sure, for sure. You know, like, yep. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Yep. You know, I, and I can't even imagine. You know, I can't, I've never been that person where, like, I really compare myself to other people, like, when it comes to looks or athletic ability, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I can't. I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't. I really can't. Well, you know, it's such a thing. And I think that, you know, everyone definitely is wired differently. And, um for some people, like approval is more important than to other people. And I think for a long time, I think that I definitely really struggled with that. And I, I once again, I don't fully know exactly what, you know, flipped the switch. But I mean, I'm sure there was lots of things that built up over time. But, you know, I mean, obviously, like, I want to look my best and feel my best and accomplish things. But like, sure. there, there is a thing, though, you're right, where it's like, you almost have to like, I don't know, like, it's almost like you put blinders on. And, you know, I have found that that is when I'm happiest, when I put blinders on. Obviously, I cheer on people that I care about, blah, blah, blah. Um, But, you know, comparison, there's just like, there's no way to win. There's literally no way to win when you compare. Right, right. Now, now I'm going to, I'm going to get a little deeper here. Now, as a, as a female in this industry, do you, do you have that sense of like, this might be a little dramatic, but like that suffocating feeling that you have to, you know, dress a certain way, look a certain way, act a certain way, you know, so that you are taking, taken serious, more serious Mm. than, you know, somebody else. I mean, I think there definitely is a thing where, I mean, unless your branding is that you don't look great, you've got to look great. You know what I'm saying? Because there's obviously examples where, you know, people aren't in shape or they purposefully look like they just rolled out of bed and that's their branding. But unless that is your branding, like good luck, you know, if you're not actually matching up to whatever the thing is. But I will say though, I do think that has shifted quite a bit overall, but probably more in the pop industry. You know what I'm saying? I do think in the country world, it's still, you know, you know, it's going to be important to, I think more so though, industry people than the folks. I, I really do. Mm. Now, I mean, if you're beautiful and you're a knockout, you know, and you know, the thing is, I've seen plenty of beautiful girls down here that they don't do anything. Like, and I think probably they rest <laughs> on their laurels and, you know, I mean, ever, this is the thing. When I first moved to town, Jen, I was like, I remember one night <laughs> I was at this show. It was actually one of the shows that I was hosting. And I remember standing out in the crowd and I looked around. I was like, it literally looks like a scene from a movie. Everyone's attractive. Like everyone, like everyone is attractive, you know? And yeah. it's like, I, I tell, you know, close friends of mine this all the time. There is a threshold of looks and of talent and a voice down here. Like, you know, you got to like be able to like, you know, stay in key, basically. Right. You got to be not abhorrent to look at. Although I would say that there have been massive stars that 
just looking at their face, like people would say they're really unattractive across genres. And I don't mean that in a shallow way. So I don't even think that that has to be a deal breaker, but I think, and same thing with like singing off key. Like there's plenty of singers that have been massive stars that really struggle with pitch, you know, but I think, you know, in a way that almost doesn't matter. And I think, uh, I think that it can be really easy to use that as almost a distraction, uh, getting caught up. And of course, like, once again, like, I love my beautiful shoes. Of course, I don't know if that's something that actually helps or hurts. I don't think anyone really cares in the writing room what my shoes look like, but I care, you know? Right. But I will say that, like, <sighs> there's definitely, you know, um, you know, when you're in better shape or whatever, you look good. You know, people are probably going to respect you a little bit more. Some of that, though, I would, I would poke and say maybe – you have more confidence though and they respect you more i don't know you know that is a really valid point huh. but it's definitely it is definitely a different game for women for sure yeah for sure yeah. like yeah it, no it, denying yeah it, it's a shame you know it really is mm. it really really is and you know i would say like you know i feel like and i call it the real world i'm not in the real world like a lot of my friends are i grew up in the real world to the max like literally um but i think that and I'll just call a spade a spade. I mean, I think sexism is across the board, you know, in every single profession. I know my mom, she was um, a school teacher in the public school system, and then she became a principal. And at that time, she was the second female principal ever in Kentucky. That's insane. That's Damn. totally insane. And she was the only one at that time. And that's so crazy and she's told me stories that it's just like holy guacamole how did that not like but it was it was a different time you know right. what i'm saying and i think that uh growing up i saw my mom just go after stuff and my dad too like my parents not to you know go off on a bunny trail but truly they both grew up in extreme poverty they were both very 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 poor and they got their themselves out of it and I, they just always were so passionate about what they did um, with their jobs. They loved what they did. Like literally at the dinner table, they would be talking about what they were working on. And I obviously as a little kid didn't really understand most of it, but I saw how passionate they were. And I think that, you know, I look at what they did. They really overcame a lot of odds, like both mm. of them did. And I think, you know, I look at that and I definitely have dealt with, you know, things as a woman it, it it has been kind of crazy i didn't realize that sexism was so bad till i moved to nashville but i will say that gosh like that's like almost the least of my concerns because at the end of the day i can't control billy bob from being a sexist jerk and not wanting to write with me because he doesn't quote unquote write with girls you know what i'm saying like i have no sure. control over billy bob but i have control over the other 50 people on my calendar this month that you know what i could write their breakthrough song you know? Right. Yeah. It's just now, a different thing. But I will say, though, once again, with business situations, maybe you have to have more of a social proof or proof of concept before maybe people will get behind people, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's still the stigmas of, oh, it's harder to break a woman. And I, I think that it probably is. But I will say that the returns for breaking a woman is just Oh my God. Like you think about Shania, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga. Um, right. Who else is there? I mean, like there's a ton of people. Avril, Carrie Underwood. I mean, it's just like, literally you look at the ones when they do break, but this is the thing. I don't think 
that they break because they're just gorgeous or things are handed to them or just because they're female. It's because their songs are so incredible and they're all totally different artists. And I think the folks resonate with that and that's why they have huge careers, which is really cool. Really, really, really cool. That's, that's a level playing field. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, you know, if you write music that identifies with the the tool, and I anymore early. We now personal company and town said, "No, thank you. We're passing." You could upload a video tomorrow that changes your life. Like that's right. so cool when you think about it. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Yeah. Damn. It definitely puts the powers back in your hands. And I think, you know, when I finally kind of realized that to a degree, and I'm not saying I have everything figured out by a long shot, but when I realized, wow, Mary, you have a lot that's out of your control, but the most important stuff you actually have in your control, like, you know, you showing up, you having discipline. And I think about the people that I so admire and um, like, for example, Tom Brady, I think, you know, not even a music person, his level of discipline is just like, it's insane. It's literally oh, insane. Yeah. And I respect the heck out of that. And um, I think about Beyonce and JLo. And that's actually why it was about, gosh, probably like a year ago. I mean, I've, I've always worked hard, but I always wanted discipline. I've just always respected people that had it. And then I thought, okay, well, then why don't you just get disciplined, you know? And so uh, that's been something I've been really, you know, trying to chisel away at. And I definitely am not where I want to be, but I'm working at it, you know, working towards it. Yeah. Wow. Girl, you got it. You've, you know, I hope there's a little girl out there that listens to this show and is inspired by you because they should be, or not even just a little girl, but anybody. anybody Gosh, that, that means so much to me. Like, you know, I, I say little girl because I feel like, you know, mm. like we've been talking about, like it's, it's, it's more of a, you know, unfortunately it's more of a struggle. Like you guys right. have to work harder and it's right. Just, and you guys have way more talent <laughs> than, than, you know, we <laughs> Well, I think it's kind of like people that are in town that are from different countries. They always seem so freaking talented. Well, the thing is, I think it takes them a little bit of extra whatever to get to Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, whether that's the paperwork or the talent or whatever. I right. think just like with women, like when you think about the huge greats, icons that are females, they normally are just like another level beast mode you know and yeah i don't know it, it is really interesting but you know i think you almost have to just recognize it you know and there's such a fine line between you know working for change also um making sure that you are not part of the problem and i'm saying that as in me you know that i right. don't ever you know not invest in females it's like oh it's harder to break up i'm like you know oh my gosh like the cringe but i think that you know this is the thing like i've been really lucky to work with lots of different artists um i don't care like genuinely if someone is a guy a girl straight gay transgender i black white latino i i literally do not care mm. um and because of that my my cuts as an artist or as a writer 
is like super diverse. Like that's like very understatement e. And it didn't even occur to me till probably like three months ago, four months ago. Well, no, I guess it was right when I was signing my publishing deal. Uh, they mentioned to me, you know, how diverse my catalog was, and I just it had never ever crossed my mind because when I meet someone that's different, and I mean, I think this is just a testament to my folks. I I think they're just really, you know, they really taught my brother and me. You know, that stuff just doesn't matter. You know, like right. you treat the CEO the same as the janitor, period. Like it's just, it's just everyone's human, you know? And so I think, you know, keeping that in our noggins, once again, it's level playing field, which is really, really, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, and that's the way it should be. You know, we should all mm. be, you know, we really should all be treating each other like we're, everybody's a human being. You know, first one thousand percent. For some reason, you know, it seems like that's a hard situation right. currently. Right. <laughs> but like, I will say that, uh, you know, I mean, kindness goes a long, long way. Exactly. You can have, you know, I, I, I don't like to be the person that is like, oh well, you know, you think this or that, so you're you're a terrible person. Like I, you know, people have their right. reasons, right? Totally. But at the end of the day, like, you know what? You can have your reasons. You cannot like certain people or certain right. things about our culture or whatever. But, and like, that's cool. Like that's, you have that right. But like, don't be an asshole. Just 100%. You know, yep. Just be like, Hey, you know what you do, you bud, like yep. have at it. Like what's the harm in that? What's the harm in that? Well, you know, this is the thing too. My mom has always said, Mary, you get a lot more with honey than vinegar. So even if you're trying to like, even if you, thoroughly disagree with something you know because right. there's obviously different issues blah 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 but you know you're not gonna get anywhere by being mean to somebody i mean no. like you're just not and you know i guarantee you know i guarantee i you know believe differently than a lot of people i work with you know just because it's such a diverse you know canvas but this is the thing like it doesn't really matter you know what i'm saying now people ask you know my opinion in a writing room sure although i have been kind of you know, let's just keep it about music, period. You know, yeah. let's just write great music. Because that's, you know, that's how you're going to make the biggest difference. But I do think that uh, it is really cool. And something else, you know, you were talking about growing up in kind of, you know, a place where there wasn't, you know, a ton of diversity. Same thing for me. I mean, you know, uh, I remember whenever I moved to town as well, like, I just had never been, like, even just, like, not even talking about skin color, just like someone yeah. from Idaho is a lot different usually than someone from Florida, just like their mannerisms even. And it's just really, really interesting. But I think, you know, having curiosity and stuff is a lot more pleasant of an experience anyway than, you know, uh, not being that way, you know? Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. You know, like going back, to, I talk about my wife a lot, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, she not comes the worst from a, thing, she, you know. Right. She comes from a totally different world than I do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she comes from a place where she's where she's seen and that sort of thing right. like firsthand. And like I right. never came from somewhere that was like mm. that. You know, like right. it was never in my brain that yeah, if somebody was different or looked different different, like it was it was never like a, you know, oh well you don't like that person because of that. It was just like right. a, you know, so I don't understand any of that. But you know? you know what I think is really beautiful, and I'll just throw this in to your noggin. I think it's really, really cool that while you did not grow up ever seeing that, that you know 
you hear about how that was an experience for some people and you acknowledge that. Like, because it's, it's just like, you know, we talk about the girl versus guy thing. You know, obviously you're a feller and, you know, you don't know what it's like to be a female. Just like, I don't know what it's like to be a male. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's like, once again, we don't have to totally get it. You know what right. I'm saying? To just be a curious human, you know? Right. I don't know. Right. Uh, I, I'm, oh man. Mary, I love we that we whole... got, we, we have covered so many beautiful things. <laughs> the, I like, think the only food, thing we didn't cover was like religion. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. Cause that's a whole. I love it. Oh my God. It, this has been like the best conversation ever. I ditto. I literally, like I knew this was going to be great. I knew it was going to be great, but I'm not going to lie. The, the, the way to grandma's house tonight has been absolutely awesome. You know, oh, all yeah. the little detours, you know, the side streets we decided to take. I mean, it really, I mean, it's really been fabulous. The view's it, been awesome too. It has. Oh my God, Mary. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. Like, Ditto. I feel like I like, I feel like I know you like. Ditto. As, as a Ditto. person. Like, I feel like I've Ditto. known you my whole life. Well, I, I got to say the same for you. And I mean it whenever you're in town, I know you'll come for, probably a music festival or something just hit me up and you know if our schedule's online we'll have to grab a burger we'll do a burger yeah. because that's your Hell favorite yeah. food well, i'll no. have to chew on where we should go go we we could do like tacos too we'll do like burgers and then oh, tacos and then you know what i've always great. wanted to do i know this is like the worst idea for nashville because the traffic's bad and all that but wouldn't it be fun to like i told someone this the other day they just looked at me like i was crazy but whatever wouldn't it be fun to like go to like like that we go get a burger, or maybe we start with tacos, and we—it's almost like an appetizer. Then you go to another restaurant. You don't get filled up. You just have like a couple tacos. Then you go get the burger, and then maybe you go get dessert. Wouldn't that be great? That would be a lot of fun, but I think we have to do a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, though. Oh, that's—you know what? You're not wrong. You know, man, I will really, really be sad when people are like, "Oh, what do you think?" Oh, okay, you like it? Okay. It's just like the dismay <laughs> in people's <laughs> eyes. Like it's right. literally like it, hilarious. And you know what? Even if <laughs> even if you do absolutely love it, you're gonna have to just be like, "Yeah, it's okay." Like, <laughs> to still get the dismay. I mean, just, just like Trader Joe's, like, how have you never been to Trader Joe's? It's like literally, like, I don't even know what the equivalent is. It's just like people's responses. It's just, it literally tickles me. Yeah. That's literally why I haven't done it. Still, oh my God. I know. love it. I love it. But you know what? You've got to make your way into, make your way into a TJ's one of these days. It is fun. It's great. <laughs> oh, I'll man. have to do it. Mary Cutter, I can't thank you enough Ditto. for this night. And like, I I want to keep talking, but I like I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, shit, it's been so so long, and it's so so great, so great. It's been awesome, and you know what? We'll do a take two whenever there's like a oh. first hit that happens. Hell yeah! What do you mean first hit, girl? You have well, more hits. Well, you know, than, like a radio you know? single. Jesus you know, Christ. I'm manifesting that happening. You know. All right, I have to ask you one thing because I told her I was going to ask you this. Go. I'm going to probably say her name wrong, but mm. I had reached out to her like at the same time I reached out to you mm-hmm. and she just messaged me today, but um, probably because of your uh, Instagram story, but Rissa uh-huh. Binder, Rissa, is that it? Oh, she's awesome. Risa. She's Risa, great. Okay. Risa Risa's amazing. Great human. Yeah. Cause she was like, yeah, I'll be on your show. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I was like, that's great. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. You know, the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, she had mentioned that she had saw that you were going to be on the show. And 
I was like, you know, we were going back and forth, and I was like, well, I'm gonna have to ask her if you're, you know, you're gonna be a fun guest or she's awesome yeah she has so much energy she's literally a ball of energy and uh you know what i literally just did um a little guest spot in her show at the city winery i guess it was last week maybe maybe it was two weeks ago i could be blanking it might have been two weeks ago technically but anyway she did a a whole set it was so good like literally like i just got up and sang a song that was unreleased which was super cool by the way to do that with her band but then the rest of the time i literally just sat there and just thought, wow, she is so talented. Her melodies are great. Her personality is great. Her story time was great. It just, you're going to have a blast with her. Oh, good. So I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to totally uh, fuck with her. And I'm going to send her a message right now and be like, Mary said not to have you on the show. LOL. Um, you better correct it later, though. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, she just, she you're doesn't like, think you're going to be a good fit for, for this. So, uh... LOL, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny she'll be like oh no no i know i know oh god all right mary thank you so much when you um when um you know when your next number one hit comes out we'll uh we'll we'll circle back and see um how things have gone that sounds great king hey um so, you have an awesome rest of your you night too. and we'll talk soon yeah, so I guess we'll talk in two weeks because I'm sure you know you have another one coming. Because they're just I like love the way you're fire. like you know manifest it, King. Manifest, it. you know I'm here for it. That's right, girl. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk soon, Mary. Thank you again so much for everything. Thank you. Talk soon. You're Bye. Welcome. Hey guys, I just want to tell you about this new app that we have partnered with with Distilly. It lets you find local distilleries, wherever you are. You can download the app on Apple and Android. Follow them on Instagram at the distilly, T-H-E-D-I-S-T-I-L-Y. You won't want to miss this. This is a great app, especially if you like the distillery thing. Check it out. It definitely beats craft beer by a million. Check it out, guys. Cheers. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Mary Cutter. What a what a fun fun time that was. We, you know, Mary and I have kind of texted back and forth and all that since we've recorded this episode, and we were very excited to get this out to you. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having it. I feel like I've known Mary now for forever. Um, like I said, we reached out to Mary months ago, and we're able to uh, to get a date with her. And you know, we absolutely appreciate it uh, we know she's busy and has you know probably maybe way better things to do than um you know shoot the shit about tacos and <laughs> nashville hot chicken but we um we appreciate it you know we um we cannot wait to meet mary in person um hopefully sooner rather than later and we will uh we will definitely be going on that taco date <laughs> that's for sure um so yeah like i said at the top of the show you know th- some things with Dirt Road FM are changing. Um, not really sure what exactly it's going to look like, but it's you're you're no longer going to get the full episodes on Monday nights. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, what did we? What have we done? Oh, this past weekend we saw Annie Bropes and Raylan Nelson, Willie Nelson's granddaughter. If you follow us on social medias, you saw that. Um, if not, go back, check it out. It was a great time. We had a blast with them. Um, they had a hell of a run while they were here. They did, you know, four shows. They started on 
April 20th, 420, which is, you know, I think poetic. They started there at the porch. And then they went over to Stanzi's last Friday. And then Saturday they were off the rails. And then Sunday they were at Cine Winery in Boston. All great shows. If you missed it, you you missed it. Like, you missed it. Um, what do we got coming up? Um, I'm not sure we have much, to be honest with you, when it comes to shows. Um, yeah, I really... We don't have much really planned until the uh, the Off the Rails Festival at the end of May. You know, Memorial Day weekend. Um, we'll have that. Um, we're also supposed to be doing Zach Bryan in two weeks on the 12th. But we might have some family obligations that are going to hold us from that, unfortunately. But family comes first, right? Um, and then in June, we might have Walker Hayes. Maybe, maybe Chris Stapleton, hopefully, um, as well in June. And um, July 1st, we will be seeing just more at Foxwoods. That is a definite. And then the weekend after, hopefully, Thomas Rhett. And then two weeks after that is Luke Combs. And I'm going on and on. I'm just looking at my calendar and then just easy. We got, So we got some cool stuff going on, for sure. Um, and that's it. If you're in the Chicago area... And you know of anything that is playing at Joe's or coming to Joe's the week of August 21st through the 24th, let me know. Reach out to us um, because we will actually be in Chicago that week for some non-podcast actual work stuff. Um, and we'll have the evenings to ourselves. So let me know. Let me know what's going on in the city of Chicago that week. And um, if you're around, we'd love to meet you. Um, but until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight or, you know, whenever you are listening to this, just remember here at the Boots and Whiskey podcast, it's real people, real stories, and it's real country here. Um, you know, we don't sugarcoat anything. It's no bullshit. We, uh, we appreciate you all for tuning in and listening and giving us the support. And really until next week, guys, I can't believe it's May already. Come, come next week. We're going to start off with Ash Taylor and then we're going to have jeff stouffer um and then right now the plan is cassette smith hannah anders and then probably 12 oc um however that could change um we're in the talks with somebody that's a um you know that that might have some a little more clout and might have to get in there before some of those guys and girls um but Keep an eye out. Like I say, you know, I try to announce every month who's coming. And like I always say, you know, um, things can change. Like, perfect example. Tonight was supposed to be Parker Howard. A lot of things happened. I announced it last week. But unfortunately, Parker um, got came down with a sickness. Couldn't finish the episode. So hopefully we will get her finished. And get her out as soon as we can uh even if it's just in a special episode so i've rambled a ton on this episode so thank you guys so much everybody at the dirt road fm that is listening to these episodes in full every week since we've been doing it thank you so much for the support um it means the world um and we'll uh we'll see you guys soon and until next week guys keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass cheers y'all <laughs>